You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers Tuesday edition. We've got press conference audio. What to make of the John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan press conference from Monday. What did they say about the big trade moving up to pick number three? Who's the target there? Did they give us any clues? What's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo? How long can we expect him to be around? Will he really be the week one starter? Will he be on the 49ers roster when it's all said and done? Will this make Jimmy Garoppolo and the new rookie quarterback better by having both of them on the team at the same time? And what is Kyle Shanahan's prototype at quarterback? So many clues Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch gave us, especially Kyle Shanahan, at that press conference. How did this all play out? What is going on in San Francisco as we are a month away from the NFL draft and finding out who the 49ers will select at now pick number three after trading up from 12? Let's listen to the coach and the GM and try to get some clues. At BD Peacock, hit me with some questions. I'll get to some on today's show and again tomorrow with Nick Winkler on another Winky Wednesday. Oh, yeah, and at some point, I'm going to have to do a a film breakdown on these pro days with Mac Jones and Justin Fields Tuesday. Justin Fields is going to put on a show. I think think he might emphatically let everybody know who the number three pick is going to be in this draft with his pro day. Because this is not the atmosphere that a Mac Jones shines in, and he could look okay. But Justin Fields is going to be at the, the upper level of any of the recent pro days we've seen with the way he can throw, the way he can chuck the ball down the field and drive the football and his accuracy on deep balls. He's going to make some wow throws and he's going to blaze. He's probably going to run a four, four flat. Who knows? There's rumors. He's been running four threes. And with the way things have gone with, uh, with pro day times this off season, I wouldn't be shocked at all. If he's got that four, three, nine time in him. So, I mean, that is going to probably change a lot of the conversation about who people are projecting at number three when they just see that, when you watch those guys back to back. And so we'll see what happens with those pro days, and I'll have those covered and talk about what we saw there as well. But get, let's get to the coach and the GM here. And one of the things that jumped out here was they're sticking to the idea that the plan is holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo unless there's they didn't close the door on a trade. So... It wasn't them saying emphatically, nope, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. He's staying here, period, starting all season long. They didn't say that. They said, essentially, we're going to weigh the scale. You know, it's a a scale. Is it going to tip? Right now, it's tipped in one way where the value is keeping Jimmy Garoppolo because a rookie quarterback's probably not going to be ready. And if a team wants to tip the scale in the other direction and trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, they're going to have to pay for it. And whatever they get in trade and moving Jimmy Garoppolo's salary has to be more beneficial to the team than keeping Jimmy Garoppolo as a mentor and going into the season with a rookie quarterback. And what was Jimmy Garoppolo's reaction when he was told by John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan that the 49ers were going to move up to number three to draft a quarterback? I'm sure Jimmy was a little a little pissed off from it, just like I would be too. Um, but me knowing Jimmy, he'll be fired up and come in and he'll work his butt off. And um, knowing Jimmy, it 
usually the more mad Jimmy gets, usually the better he gets. Um, so it's, you know, Jimmy just gets madder and he stays healthy. I mean, this is going to be a, a good thing for Jimmy too, um, which could be a great problem um, for the 49ers. Um, so I'm, I hope Jimmy's all right with it and I expect him to be. And I'm excited to have him come in here and see what he's been doing when he's away. And um, hopefully we'll have a team here that uh, we can work and practice with, which as John just said, I, I think will eventually happen. Was there a little dig there at Jimmy or maybe a question of whether or not Jimmy was going to be working that hard? Like, Curious to see what Jimmy's been doing while he's away. I was, that's kind of a weird little throw in there. And I didn't really catch that even the first time when I was watching this press conference when I was cutting this audio. But what do you think? Pissed off Jimmy. It worked for Aaron Rodgers, right? Draft a quarterback and get your starter angry. And he has the best year he's had in a while. So maybe there's something to that. With Jimmy Garoppolo, he's going to be fighting for his job and fighting for his future salary. If Jimmy Garoppolo falls on his face and gets beat out by a rookie quarterback, he's not getting that $26 million on his contract next year. And the 49ers probably aren't getting anything in trade either. They're going to have to cut him, and, and that's just the way it's going to go unless he can find a team that is willing to give up a little something. And that's sort of the trade-off here with holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo. because And really, it's probably already passed because... Looking around the league and so many teams have done so much in free agency, where's the landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo? What teams would still add Jimmy Garoppolo? The Bears and Washington both and the Patriots. They all added, I mean, they're only one-year quarterbacks, but they spent money on quarterbacks and and have at least stop gaps. And I don't know, I mean, if the 49ers think of Jimmy Garoppolo as a stop gap now, which they obviously do, are other teams going to think more of him and be willing to give up a draft pick? So I don't know what the 49ers would even get. I don't know what team would even trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe the Denver Broncos? Looking at how things might go in the draft, if they're not able to trade up, and if they want some competition for Drew Locke and don't want to spend high-level draft picks on quarterback? Maybe? There's just not a lot of teams out there that Jimmy Garoppolo makes sense for. Houston might love him. Nick Casario drafted... Jimmy Garoppolo, when he was in New England, Jimmy's not going to waive his no trade, but maybe that's the only way for him to get his full salary. So maybe something like that could happen. I don't know. I just don't see a landing spot for Jimmy. I think he's going to be around. And judging by what the 49ers did earlier on in the process, not trading him when they had the chance, I don't know if there will be another chance for them to get much for Jimmy Garoppolo now. So I think he's going to be around. I think he's going to be an expensive stopgap quarterback for whatever quarterback they draft number three overall. And maybe... It's the best possible scenario on paper for the 49ers to guarantee themselves the best possible quarterback play. They have a quarterback they trust and that they like and that they have won with with Jimmy Garoppolo. If he's healthy, they can probably go back and win some games. And they're bringing back a lot of talent and and probably more talent. And that was part of this deal that they talked about. They brought back more players than they expected in free agency. And then you have the rookie quarterback that if he's better than Jimmy G, then that's a great sign if he's already better than Garoppolo as a rookie because Garoppolo's playing at a pretty high level. That's a good sign that you might have a top 10 quarterback in the league very soon and maybe even a top five quarterback eventually if he's that ready to go and if it's one of these quarterbacks that's that highly talented physically as well at pick number three. And more in a second on, on what quarterbacks I think we got some clues about who the 49ers really like there at number three. And then obviously with a rookie at number three, you have a high level backup in either case. If he wins the starting job or if he's the backup, you have a super talented player there. So the 49ers fixed two problems with one with their backup quarterback and their future starting quarterback. A lot of resources. Is there a team that has more resources spent currently on their quarterback position than the 49ers 
that took a total of four picks to make this one selection at quarterback for their rookie and then paying their other quarterback on the roster $26 million. It's a lot. It's a lot of football resources to spend on a quarterback room, especially to still not know exactly what you're going to get. One more on that starter rookie Garoppolo relationship there. And was there a Freudian slip here with Kyle Shanahan's answer? When you bring in a starting quarterback, I mean, when you bring in a rookie quarterback, to me, it's always better, especially on the team that you have. You'd, if you've got a, a veteran starter there already who um, you like and you're comfortable winning with, um, that's usually the direction you want to go and not, not throw someone else out into the fire until they're fully ready. And that's the situation we're at. You know, if you, know, you look at uh, free agency, if it goes the other way around and you do things differently, maybe. Um, but right now, and Jimmy, it's going to be hard to find a quarterback that gives us a better chance to win than Jimmy right now, uh, especially even a rookie in the draft. Um, so that's what you look into. Now, if someone wanted something for that and it can make your team better in a lot of other ways, you, you listen to that. But it also depends on how good you feel about that rookie. And we're not there yet right now. And odds are we probably won't be. That's why we're happy that we don't have to be that way. Uh, we got a guy in here who we know we can win with, a guy that our players love, that we love. Um, and uh, we're excited to have him this year, and we're excited to have a hell of a quarterback right behind him, um, learning from when the time's his. The reality of the situation, and we've seen it in the NFL, that's the old saying, when you have two quarterbacks, you have none. In theory, it's good. As soon as Jimmy Garoppolo throws that first interception or has a bad game or gets nicked up a little bit, People are going to be calling for it, and it's just going to be a nonstop wave of questions from reporters about when's blank going to start, when's the rookie going to start, when's the rookie going to start. So uh, it's going to be a difficult situation for the 49ers unless Garoppolo plays outstanding football to start. But I get why they feel that way, and you know the Chiefs did it with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes, and they were asked about that, and there are some similarities, not exactly the same, but there are some similarities there, and if it can work, and as long as the rookie and the veteran make it work and they're the right people and the coach can handle the questions and, and it all works out, then, I mean, it could be a great thing. But right now, if you believe the 49ers, they're going to roll with Garoppolo and rookie and they're set there. Now, who's that rookie going to be? And did Kyle Shanahan give us some clues next? March Madness, obviously a huge time for sports betting uh, NFL draft props, though, can be really fun. If you love the NFL draft, you can put a little money on some of these things, like Mac Jones, who has now somehow become the favorite to be selected by the 49ers at number three. Do you think they're going to go another direction as I do? Maybe put some money on Justin Fields or Trey Lance or any of the other number of props you can bet on at betonline.ag. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, even awards shows and reality TV fights. Uh, you can play poker at betonline.ag and other table games. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Just go to betonline.ag and use your mobile device to sign up today. Use promo code LOCKEDON and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I touched on it a little bit yesterday. There's a ton of risk in this. And the history shows us this, this doesn't work out all that often. I mean, what is it, a coin flip? That this is going to be a really good quarterback with everything the 49ers gave up to get this quarterback? There's a good chance that he might not even be better than Garoppolo ever, let alone as a rookie. And you're really 
putting your careers on the line as a head coach and a general manager. At least you're putting your current job on the line with this kind of a move. If they get this wrong, it's a disaster for the 49ers. No first-round picks through 2023 to draft that next quarterback if they need to, if they find out this guy's not any good. Should they get another chance to do it? Probably not if that's the case. So there's a ton of risk here, and Kyle Shanahan was asked about that risk, and he kind of flipped the question a little bit. The other way, is it any more risky than not having a great quarterback? Yeah. I'll say just, I don't, it's, it's a risk every single year you go into an NFL season without one of those top, top five guys. I mean, it's very tough to win in this league. Um, and there's only a few quarterbacks that you're going to win because of just the quarterback. Um, it's very few. And even those guys still need a good team around them. Um, so, yeah, you got to take risks. And this is a risk we were willing to take. Um, we looked at how our four years have gone. We looked at how we want the next four years to go. Um, and we looked where we're at in the draft and the, the options that are there. And that's why sitting there looking at this stuff since January and going all the way through the process, um, we felt pretty strongly we are going to get left at the altar sitting there at 12, um, the way that we think this draft's going to go. And the way all these candidates are and the way a lot of teams are in a position trying to fill, take a risk to fill that need that I just said about. I mean, almost every team's in that position except, a, I don't know, 10 of them. Um, so, yeah, it's a risk, but that's every season in this league's a risk. The 49ers clearly want to get massively better at quarterback, and I think we're starting to get some clues about what's going on here. And Jimmy Garoppolo has been good, but he's not that top 10, top 5 quarterback in the NFL, right? He's somewhere 10 to 15, something like that. And that's pretty good. And you win a lot of games with a quarterback like that. And then you factor in his injuries. So where is that? Where does he actually play if he's getting hurt all the time and you can't really count on him? Does that grade drop even further out of the top half of the league because of those things? Kyle Shanahan, with his next answer here, talking about his prototype, the kind of quarterback he's looking for when asked if, Kirk Cousins was the archetypal quarterback that he wants leading his football team. I thought it was a really interesting answer. I mean, there's when, I mean, I, I'd probably change my number every time. I sometimes say there's five. I sometimes say there's 10, um, but they're all different. And, but there's 10 of them, whatever that number is. And it's, you, you want an elite player. And of course, if you can get a guy who's elite with his arm and can play in that pocket and do everything and still run around and make off schedule plays, I mean, that's what you've seen with Mahomes, um, you know, and that's, I mean, everybody wants something like that. Um, but there is a risk to everything, and you got to see that in the draft. you got to see it in college, and it's not that these guys j- are just coming. I mean, no, no one's probably been talented like that. I mean, some have. Elway is pretty talented, um, and there's people. Um, but more and more, there's more talented players playing these positions in college. So I do think there, there's more options coming into the league. Um, but if you can't sit in that pocket and play the position, eventually it's not going to matter. So they both go hand in hand to say that my prototypical guy is someone like Kirk Cousins. I mean, that's just everyone knows my history with Kirk. We drafted him in the fourth round of Washington. I got to coach him for three games. Um, we were fired. I left. Thought we'd have a chance to get him here in free agency. Um, and I would have loved to have him in free agency until Jimmy came along the year before. Because I thought we could have won with him, um, just like Minnesota has. Just like um, I think Kirk does a good job for whatever team he plays for every year. Um, there's a number of quarterbacks like that. Um, but to, that's the only one I've been associated with because people thought I was trying to bring him here, which I was at the time. It's not because that's how you draw it up. Um, 
if you're going to draw it up, you're going to draw the, the biggest, fastest, strongest, and best quarterback um, in the pocket. So I think that's pretty ridiculous to say that. But I also will tell you I love Kirk. Kirk's – I know I'm not allowed to talk about other players, but <laughs> I, it's, he, Kirk's a hell of a player. And a lot of people would be lucky to have a quarterback like that. The way I read this is that he, I mean, he used the word ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous that that would be your prototype quarterback. Of course, it's not my prototype quarterback to have Kirk Cousins, right? Or Jimmy Garoppolo. They're in the same vicinity. They're in the same tier of NFL quarterback, right? He wants to go over the top. He wants, he mentioned Patrick Mahomes, John Elway. That's what this move is about. That's what the 49ers are trying to get. He's trying to get that guy that makes the defense defend every blade of grass on the football field, the Josh Allens of the world, and Patrick Mahomes. And that guy, to me, is not Mac Jones. Mac Jones is more of the Kirk Cousins mold. Now the 49ers are going to go do all of their homework on quarterbacks now. They don't have to keep it a secret, go into pro days and and doing all of their work. And uh, he talks about that in a second. Um, But he's trying to go big. They, They, you don't trade... All of those picks to go up to get, you know, just a nice little pocket passer. Now, he said that you have to be able to play in the pocket. Josh Allen was a mess coming out of college, right? And you saw what he was able to do. And you didn't know what the heck to do with Patrick Mahomes coming out of college. And some of those rough edges were sanded off under Andy Reid. So you're never going to see it. It's never going to look perfect in college. I think it's why it's such an easy selection with Trevor Lawrence at number one, because that's about as close as you can get. And when you get those kind of prospects like Andrew Luck was that are big and strong and athletic, it can make all the throws and operate in the pocket, but have everything else to go with it. It makes those selections a lot easier and it makes you feel a lot safer about drafting those quarterbacks. But I think all the quarterbacks we're talking about have proven that they've been able to do some things in the pocket. Some need more work than others, but Mac Jones just cannot compare to Trey Lance and Justin Fields for their physical ability, what they can do throwing the football, driving the football down the field, outside the numbers, pure athleticism to go with it. That someone like Mac Jones and Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo just flat out cannot make. But I think if you look at projecting what these players could be, they could absolutely be good pocket quarterbacks on top of everything else you get. So to me, the 49ers are going big. They didn't make this trade to get some you know, average-armed, average pocket quarterback and hope that everything else plays up Matt Ryan maybe would you give all those picks up to even go trade for a rookie Matt Ryan I don't know if you would and I don't think Mac Jones is on Matt Ryan's level as a prospect coming out Matt Ryan had a much better arm than Mac Jones I think and Mac Jones has an okay arm he's got a, 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 an average NFL arm I would say he, he throws a pretty deep ball but it hangs up at times too and he can't drive the ball from the wide hash Outside the numbers, nearly as good as Trey Lance and Justin Fields can. And I think we'll see it at the Pro Days Tuesday, a little later on today. It's night and day. One guy's a nice quarterback. The other's electric. But, man, uh, that's not the player that Kyle Shanahan is talking about. Is that guy that you can project out to be a top 10, top 5 quarterback in this league. So I think there's big clues there. There's also big clues in this one when he talks about who he feels good about. Why did they move up to three? They have to know who they're going to take, right? They have to like three guys already. You don't make this move and still not have a pretty good idea of who you like there. So why the move? Why the move now? And Kyle Shanahan talks about the decision to go to Mac Jones Pro Day Tuesday and not Justin Fields at OSU. And your question's next. 
One reason to repair and maintain your car yourself is to save money, and then you can use that for other important things like the mortgage or food or whatever it is you want to spend your money on rather than going to some super expensive repair shop because you didn't take care of the things you could do on your own. Why would you choose to spend, say, 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? The guy's behind the counter on his computer. You can't see the screen. You don't know what's on that screen. They might have a very limited stock of items to select from. That is not the case at rockauto.com. An unbelievable selection of any parts you could imagine for your car or truck at rockauto.com. For example, a Delphi fuel pump assembly for a 2005 to 2010 Honda Odyssey. Yeah, they got it. It's about $150 cheaper at rockauto.com than a big chain store. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. We are on to the final four. No, excuse me, the flavorful four in the built bar madness bracket. The munch madness is one of my listeners called it. I like that a lot. Cookies and cream versus cookie dough chunk. Vote for your favorite flavor of Built Bar at BuiltBar.com or go to at bar underscore Built on Twitter. Let your voice be heard. Decide who the championship flavor is in 2021. What flavor of Built Bar will reign supreme? Find out at BuiltBar.com. And while you're there, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next box of Built Bars, which are high in protein, high in fiber, yet low in calorie, and low in sugar, while somehow not sacrificing any wonderful taste. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. The way we looked at it is, I mean, to move up to three, we had to feel good that there's three guys we'd be comfortable with leading our team for a long time. And we couldn't make that decision before there was three guys. Um, So we had to feel that way with three. Um, now I think there's a chance to get there with four and five. There's a chance. Um, there's five guys that are kind of at this party a little bit, and um, people are talking about them going everywhere. They're all over in the first round. Our feeling is these guys are going to go a lot higher than people realize. And when you have two guys sitting out one and two, possibly could, um, even possibly three and four, then you hear a lot of teams um, all the way through the draft who are in a situation where they really want a quarterback and they don't have someone close to what we have with Jimmy. Um, that means those five guys are going to disappear pretty fast. So we had to feel confident in three to make this move. Um, and that's what we did. And I do it. I'm excited about now. We know there's five players. Who do you want to put your, um, who do you want to put your future in? Well, I'm glad we got a month to really work on that. So Kyle Shanahan's looking for that prototype quarterback that is in the Elway and Patrick Mahomes mold that could be a top five to 10 quarterback in the NFL that uh, can do things on his own that you can always win with that can win without things being ideal around him. And they already identified the three players they like in the draft. And I don't think it's a stretch to think that two of those players are going to be two that they can't draft that go one and two and Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, most likely second to the New York Jets. So who's the third player? Does that sound like Mac Jones was the guy they decided was that third guy they already liked? Or are they going to Alabama's Pro Day to do more work now on Mac Jones and just check him out 
and either cross him on the list, or maybe he could be the fourth or fifth guy that does get added to the party. But it doesn't sound like he was the third player already to me. Maybe he joins that party, maybe he doesn't. But that leaves Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Kyle talked about how he doesn't have to be coy anymore. They don't have to uh, skip pro days and things like that. But he already skipped Trey Lance's pro day. And there was a lot of mock drafts that started putting Trey Lance at pick number four, the Atlanta Falcons. Was Trey Lance that third guy? Was he the one? Is that the reason they didn't go to Trey Lance's pro day? Adam Peters, I'm pretty sure, went. I know the 49ers had representation there, but I know that representation was not John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan. We already know that John Lynch has mentioned he plays the smokescreen game. So, was that the guy? And will there be a second pro day now for Trey Lance? Will they get, they'll get a chance to actually go meet the kid for the first time? Because to my knowledge, the GM and the head coach have never met Trey Lance and never seen him throw live. You're working off the 2019 tape and maybe he wowed you in Zoom interviews. Is that enough to trade all of this up to go get a quarterback at number three in Trey Lance? I don't know. It's why I lean toward Justin Fields already has the relationship from the QB collective. And he was asked about that. Why are you going to Mac Jones Pro Day Tuesday and not Justin Fields Pro Day Tuesday? Does that mean you already feel comfortable with Justin Fields? Yeah, I feel comfortable. Um, that, that QB thing, that that was, I've only I've done it once. And I, I think he was like a junior in high school then, which it was really cool to go do that. Um, Hope I'm not in trouble for that. That was like seven years ago. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, we talked to um, Dave Mogetta the other day, and he said that they'd be able to set up another one. Um, that's why we chose on Alabama. So I'm excited to see him um, eventually in person. Um, but also got a lot of tape to go off to, which I know he's going to throw it really good in person and be really fast in person also. So there you go. He already feels comfortable with Justin Fields, knows the young man, met him. It's been a while, but... Um, and he knows he's going to throw well, run fast. He's already seen a lot of tape. There's a lot of tape out there on him already. So I just, I'm just i feeling like this is leading toward Justin Fields is already that third guy. That doesn't mean that Trey Lance wasn't the third guy or that um, Mac Jones couldn't join in and be the fourth and fifth guy that they're talking about. But I really get the feeling that Justin Fields was that third guy that they already felt comfortable with. And they probably didn't need to go to his pro day, but now that he's going to have a second pro day to go throw in front of Kyle Shannon, and then that just helps them, you know, fill out the rest of this evaluation. And I'd be very interested to know if the same is going to happen with Trey Lance. Because, um, again, it's, it's, it's rough. It's really hard to believe that the 49ers traded all of that up to get a guy whose physical profile is Mac Jones. And I, and I hate that I'm ripping Mac Jones. It's not really that I, I dislike him. I just think he's more of a, you know, pick 20 to 50 prospect and not a top three prospect and definitely not somebody that you're, given up multiple first-round picks to go up and get from 12 to 3. I mean, who knows if any of these guys are. I would have felt a lot more comfortable with a milder trade-up for the 49ers, as I've talked about many times on this show. I thought maybe 6 or 7. Maybe you give up that deal that uh, Miami ended up giving to Philadelphia to go up to pick 6. And I think one of these quarterbacks is probably going to be there at 6. If Trey Lance is there at 6, it's a lot better deal than going up to number 3 to get either Jones or, or Justin Fields, in my opinion. But who knows? Maybe none of them would have gotten even to pick six. Maybe the quarterbacks go one, two, three, four, five. Who knows? I have no idea. But obviously, they thought there was a gap between three and the next guys. 
or they wouldn't have made this deal. And I'm pretty sure they already know who that is. And to me, I got a little bit more comfortable after hearing that press conference because none of this to me speaks that the guy all along was Mac Jones and that's who they traded up to get. Maybe he blows them away at the pro day and they go back to the tape and they end up feeling like, you know what? He's too good in the pocket. He knows what he's doing. He controlled the offense. Ball comes out on time. Love the ball placement and all these things. And he ends up being the pick. I just don't feel like he was that guy that was one of the original three for the 49ers at quarterback in this draft. So we'll see what happens. And it's going to be fun watching those pro days later on today at Ohio State and Alabama. And what about this? He was talking about getting in trouble for watching quarterbacks. What if there was like this secret meeting, this secret session, or they were incognito at Trey Lance's pro day and he actually has met him and he actually has seen him throw. What about that one? I don't know. That, 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 there could be some really fun cloak and dagger with this draft too because of the crazy situation we're in in this year 2021. Let's see. Let's hit a couple questions real quick. <laughs> Here's a good one from Matt on Twitter. He says, what do you expect the haul to be when the Niners trade down to four after Lynch convinces the Falcons that they're going to take Mac Jones, if they don't move up for him. I would not put that against John Lynch. I, I would not be shocked at all if John Lynch moved down one spot. That's the John Lynch special. He's had four drafts, and in two of those four first rounds, he's moved down one spot. He's a competitive guy, and he'll get everything he can out of a pick. He'll move down one spot, and as we've seen, he will aggressively trade up as well. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe, Maybe there is that sort of a a possibility with them adding a fourth or fifth quarterback to the group that they really feel comfortable with and a team wants to move up and they know that the team moving up isn't going to draft their guy and they can fall back and get a guy. It's definitely not going to happen, but uh, I'm probably more likely the Niners move down in round two to maybe try to add some more picks or some future picks to make up for the ones they lost moving up for their quarterback at number three. I like the thought though. At 49ers scout on Twitter says Jimmy's shortcomings, mobility, Deep throw accuracy and protecting the ball. Fields strengths, mobility, deep throw accuracy, and protecting the ball. Other than crazy throws against nobodies, what does Wilson actually do better than Fields? Okay, I like this. This is a pro Fields tweet here. And I'd look, I, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, not every single team has to have Zach Wilson as a top two quarterback in this class. Some teams might like him number one, like Chris Sims does. Some teams might have him at three or four or five or six or seven. Who knows? But it's not crazy to like Fields more. I think Fields throws a better deep ball. They both have great arms. I think a lot of people get wowed by the arm angles and the fun stuff that Zach Wilson does. But Fields is built better. He's he's thicker, definitely stronger. He's faster. He's got an even better arm than Fields. Wilson does, and he's more accurate on the deep ball. I like the way he throws the deep ball with air under it, too. That's one of the negatives. It's not really a negative because Wilson throws the ball so well. But One of the things he does, and he's accurate with his deep ball, but he throws a really flat deep ball that I think in the NFL he's going to have to learn to put a little bit more air underneath it, and DBs are going to be able to get their hands on it and bat it down because it comes at such a flat angle into the receiver's ear or even you know the side of the shoulder sometimes. Then coming over the top where you know, it's dropped into a bucket like Fields. I mean, Fields' accuracy is crazy and the way he can throw the ball deep. It's the, the only questions with Fields are getting through his reads quicker. Sometimes he gets stuck on number one. Uh, I, I think he wants to play hero ball sometimes. I think he's looking for the big play a lot. And for fast quarterbacks, sometimes their check down is their legs. In fact, it's been their 
check down their whole life. Why would you throw it down? Why would you throw it two yards away from yourself to a guy who's slower than you? Just run, right? So I think you have to coach that out of them sometimes. And these quarterbacks are young and a little bit wild like stallions, and you have to rein them in a little bit and teach them, like, look, don't take extra hits. Don't take sacks. Get the ball out. Get through your reads. Dump it off. Check it down, too. And that's why someone like Alex Smith was probably such a great mentor for Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. And Mahomes credits Alex Smith for a lot of that. So I think it'll help someone like Justin Fields, if he is the pick for the 49ers, to work with someone like Jimmy Garoppolo. Get the ball out quick, the way Garoppolo snaps the ball off. And, you know, check it down and and go through your progressions. And I think learning to be a pro quarterback is really difficult for some of these quarterbacks, especially someone who comes from a more spread-like system in college where they're not huddling up a lot. They're not from under center a lot. And there are times where Fields will go through his reads, and there are times where he is under center. It's just not a lot. So he's done it. Uh, It's just going to maybe take a little bit of time. And that's one of the other things is keeping Garoppolo really points to Fields and Lance more so than it does a more finished product, a more pro-ready quarterback than Mac Jones, which is another clue I think we've gotten from Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Okay. Good stuff. Thanks, everybody, for the questions. Keep them coming. We'll hit some with Wink on Winky Wednesday tomorrow. We will cover those pro days. We will continue to cover this probably too much over the course of the next month. But as RDC put on Twitter earlier, uh, can we get back into the day three prospects? Yeah, we have to get a little bit deeper into the NFL draft here. We only have a month left, and we've got to cover a lot of position groups, a lot of prospect, go through all the position groups, what the 49ers could do in every round of the draft, more mocks to cover, and not just quarterback here, but uh, there's going to be a ton of draft for the next month right here, Locked on 49ers.